Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology, with the top five news stories to get your day started. Today is April 27th. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today, we're going to be discussing things from the FDA warning letter resolution at Medtronic to GE Healthcare launching new ultrasound technology to even a biometric monitor being FDA cleared. First things first, how are you doing today, Sean? I'm good. How are you, Danielle? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining me again. Always. So what's the first thing we need to know to get our day started? The first thing we need to know is that the Medtronic Diabetes Unit fully resolved its FDA warning letter. So on the back of, you know, we've obviously spoken about Medtronic a lot. So on the back of winning FDA approval for their next-gen insulin pump last week, it's another big deal, good news day for, uh, for Medtronic's diabetes business. So what did the original warning letter scrutinize? Yeah, well, it came in late 2021, I believe December, uh, and centered around the inadequacy of specific medical device quality system requirements after an inspection of Medtronic Diabetes headquarters in Northridge, California. It scrutinized areas of risk assessment, corrective and preventive action, and complaint handling. And the letter also related to certain device recalls and reporting of adverse events. So quite quite a bit to fix, it looked like at the time. Hmm, interesting. And what steps did Medtronic take to remediate the problems that were outlined in that letter? Well, the company said that their resolution follows ongoing remediation over, you know, more or almost a year and a half. And the company had already done 90% of the action items on FDA's list in the fall, we learned. So it was only a matter of time for the last 10% to be completed. According to the company, it took proactive actions to continue to strengthen its quality systems and all regulatory restrictions with the letter or associated with the letter have been resolved. So it seems like it's in the past now. This is obviously great news for Medtronic and especially the patients who rely on the diabetes management devices. And I think it shows their commitment to quality and safety, which is super crucial in the industry as a whole. And it kind of underscores the significance of adhering to safety and quality standards as patients with diabetes do rely on these devices for daily management. So what is the reaction from some of the executives at the company? Yeah, well, first of all, you make a great point just because these are life-saving devices. And if they're life-saving, that means any any possible malfunction or glitch means they could be life-threatening. So it, it's a massive, massive deal. And uh, Q Delara, the company's executive vice president and the president of the diabetes unit, said that the company was very thankful to the agency for working collaboratively to make sure that they could work as quickly as possible to address the needs of the diabetes community. And clearing the latest regulatory milestone allows us to focus on what's most important, delivering innovations that address unmet needs for individuals with diabetes. And she added that they never take this honor for granted that they can treat people with diabetes and their commitment is to ensure that they're putting patients first and prioritizing safety for all. That is a great point. Now let's discuss the next story that we need to know. Yeah, so GE Healthcare launched its next generation intraoperative ultrasound technology. So another next gen technology is out there and this one is bolstering GE Healthcare's already pretty pretty wide ranging imaging portfolio. So I noticed the company originally acquired the technology when it acquired BK Medical in 2021. What did the company originally design the device to do? Yeah, so that that was a $1.45 billion deal uh, two years ago, and BK Medical designed its BK Active ultrasound tech to deliver high-performance ultrasound guidance with a simplified, intuitive user experience for surgeons. And how does the system work? So it utilizes an automatic no-touch auto-gain system and advanced algorithms to provide high-level image quality to enable confident decision-making during surgical procedures. 
GE Healthcare and BK Medical, its now subsidiaries, say that it allows for minimal user interaction so surgeons can focus on their patients and utilize the detailed real-time surgical visualization. The latest updates include visualization for the prostate, kidney, and bladder, and a sensitive color Doppler to visualize and measure the speed and direction of blood flow during complex procedures. Hmm. This is obviously a significant advancement in the medical imaging field. I mean, the improved accuracy and speed could help healthcare professionals make more informed decisions in the long run. So how else does this simplify the workflow of physicians? Yeah, it seems like that's, you know, OR efficiency has become such a hot button issue in, in med tech. And this, this technology features a smart button. Uh, GE Healthcare describes that allows surgeons to operate the system with one hand, enabling them to do whatever with the other, I guess. And uh, it, it features an advanced transducer portfolio that includes robotic and laparoscopic transducers. So, it, and it has an adjustable monitor and easy integration, integration, excuse me, to a crowded operating room. So all these things seem to really enhance its, its presence in the operating room and, and make surgeons life easier. Okay. Speaking of monitoring, let's turn our attention to some other news. Uh, The FDA cleared a vascular biometric monitor from Cardiex, uh, an interesting technology that looks like it expands vital sign monitoring capabilities and it can now hit the market. What is the device designed to do? So it's called Pulse and it was designed for vital sign monitoring for use at home by clinicians and in clinical trials. So it clearly has a wide range of of uses. It provides measurements of both brachial blood pressure and central blood pressure, plus other vascular health biomarkers. It sounds like this could be a game changer in the management of cardiovascular disease. How does it work? So it has what Cardiex calls Smigmo Core, I hope I'm saying that right, technology for central blood pressure and non-invasive arterial waveform analysis. And it offers heart health insights previously only available in hospitals, research institutions, and clinical trials. So what Cardiex says is that the same pulse wave analysis technology is used by cardiologists to predict arterial pressure in the aorta. So it seems like they're finding other innovative uses for it. And how can patients gain access to this technology? Uh, So doctors can prescribe Pulse to patients who need heart health monitoring. It automatically syncs to the Connect patient management portal to help healthcare professionals monitor arterial health. And consumers and patients can also access their own arterial health insights, as well as coaching, lifestyle programs, and other health tools. Interesting. Moving on to our next story, what else should we know to start our day? So this is uh, now earnings season is starting to kick into full gear and Boston Scientific had its profits nearly triple in the first quarter. So some really good results to start the year for, for Boston Scientific. For sure. What are some of those highlights of its financial performance for the first quarter? So they reported profits of $314 million, which amounts to $0.21 cents per share on sales of $3.4 billion for the three-month period. That's a bottom line gain of 185.5%. That's no small margin uh, on sales growth of 12% compared to the same period a year ago. Adjusted to exclude one-time items, its earnings per share came in at 47 cents, four cents ahead of Wall Street expectations where analysts were looking for 3.16 billion. So a full beat of the street all around and uh, really, really good looking numbers, it seems like. Interesting. And this is obviously a testament to the company's success in the medical device industry and positive indicator for the company as a whole, as it shows continued growth and potential for future innovation, especially in a time where many companies are taking a hit from economic headwinds. So did the company provide any guidance for the remainder of the year? Yeah, the company mostly increased its outlook, now projects net sales growth to be between 8.5% and 10.5% on a reported basis, and 8 and 10% on an organic basis. 
It expects its gap earnings per share to range between 93 cents and a dollar and two cents, but its adjusted EPS, excluding certain charges, should range between a dollar 90 and a dollar 96. Now, the growth and success of companies that we noticed during earnings season, at least, like Boston Scientific, enables them to continue developing and improving life-saving medical devices. How optimistic is leadership at Boston Scientific? Yeah, well, CEO Mike Mahoney said in a news release that with the company's robust pipeline in 2023 and beyond, I'm optimistic about our ability to continue to deliver differentiated financial performance and the opportunity to reach more patients with life-changing therapies. So they're clearly pleased with the results this quarter and have high expectations for the the coming ones. We should also note that Mike Mahoney will be a keynote speaker at Device Talks Boston in the afternoon of May 10th. So make sure listeners register for the event if you want to hear how Boston Scientific is going to continue its momentum. Now let's turn our attention to our final story of the day. Yep. 10-year data shows durable outcomes with the Medtronic Endurance Stent Graph System. So more good news for Medtronic. It seems like we can't talk about them enough, but this time, not the diabetes business, but on the vascular front. So what is the Endurance Stent Graph System? It is a stent graft that offers endovascular aneurysm repair, or EVAR, E-V-A-R therapy, to treat patients with abdominal aortic aneurysm, or AAA, AAA, whatever you want to call it. Okay. What were some of the details of the study? Like how many patients were evaluated and things like that? Yeah. So the Engage 10-year registry evaluated more than 1,200 patients. The data included follow-up from approximately 400 of those patients and showed 94.7% freedom from aneurysm-related mortality. It also showed 64.1% sac regression, or also known as decreased AAA sac diameter at 10 years. This sounds like significant news for patients with this condition that you mentioned. It sounds like, what did the data show? Yeah, well, Medtronic said that its goal for the trial was to gather real-world patient evidence, which obviously it did over the 10-year period, including for those with a challenging anatomy. The company observed clinical follow-up compliance of 89.7% and imaging compliance of 68.3%, so further good follow-up data. And Dr. Hensverhagen, the investigator, called the data strong and robust evidence that demonstrates long-term durable outcomes for the stent graft. This sounds like a great example of how medical device innovation can lead to improved patient outcomes and a better quality of life. Absolutely. We talked about a lot of interesting news so far today, but that's all we have for the Fast Five. You can read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. And you can connect with us online as well. I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H, and LinkedIn at the same name. What about you, Sean? You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.